Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Midweek Fix on the LFC Day Trippers. I'm your host, Keith, and I'll apologise for the delay um, getting us started. Just had a few little bits to check up before we came on. Tonight, I'm joined by Davo, by Shawnee and by Emmett. Lads, how are you? All right, yeah, not bad. Are we over the the, um, the the heartbreak of Saturday? We've had a few days now. Surely we're all over it. On to the next one. Ah, uh, look, it was... I don't think I'm over it, over it now, but probably left it behind. It's still me, that one. We're in the transfer season now, Davo. Surely this is... It's going to be the longest couple of months of all time, I'm telling you. All the OETK yeah. is round with one another. <laughs> Yeah, really well. It's uh, Shawnee. It's going to be, you know, the, we enjoy watching the football. We enjoy talking about the football, but the transfer season can be a blatant pain. So uh, strap yourself in or remove ourselves from Twitter for the summer. What do you think? With your thought, like, I don't have the energy to <laughs> take anything in regarding football, to be honest with you, after that season. Yeah. It's a big a bit of a personal re- uh, revaluation for me after this season because when I look back, I didn't didn't enjoy it at all when I should have. You know what I mean? I was fucking too busy worrying about what was going to happen, and you 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 focus too much on the destination, and you get the journey becomes kind of lost. So when I look back, like went out for the match on Saturday, and I didn't enjoy it at all. Not one bit. God, probably tell you, I couldn't talk to anyone. Anyone talking to me, I was pure scarpy. I was fucking up the wall. And a uh, bit of a bit of a lesson for me, I think. <laughs> a bit of mental callous. Uh, but I'm I'm definitely over this one quicker than I was Kiev. Um, thanks to the parade, which I thought beforehand was a bit of a. Bit of a damn squib of an idea. Fuck me, was I wrong? Because yeah. it gave me exactly the type of lift that I needed. Seeing that content and seeing the players and seeing some of the newer lads who probably haven't experienced that at the club. Um, that gave me a right lift. Now I'm not going to turn around and say I'm buzzing for the next season. Just I, I'll probably f- flick back on Twitter uh, late July and. The place will be burning down, but I'll be ready to probably watch football again because thank God there's no fucking walk up again this summer as well. So a break, the first break from football in a long time. Very true, very true. Emma, 
Yeah. Good I'm, weekend. I'm, <laughs> yeah, still paying for it. Uh, I'm like Shawnee. I got over this one a little bit quicker than I would have got over Kiev. The Kiev one, I wanted to be turning tables upside down and everything was an injustice and all sorts. But on Saturday night when the final whistle went, I just kind of walked away from everybody I was with and just went off for a little thing to myself and was walking by people and they were talking about not scoring and finals. I was like, just get me away from everybody. And, and where I was, there was... I think there was probably close to 10,000 people watching it in, in Liverpool in the MS Bank Arena. But it just took a few minutes to myself. And again, we kind of got back towards city centre. It was like everybody was talking about, like Sean, he said, the parade. And I had a kind of a feeling as well that it was, like, you know what I mean? Oh, is, are many people going to show up? We were definitely, we were always 100% going to go and, and, and see the parade. Like, But I'm just glad that so many people actually did show up because I was at the t- 2019 one and it was as good. People with speakers, the smoke bombs for hours before they even came, everybody singing, bags of cans all over the place. It was absolutely brilliant. And I think Shawnee's right as well that it does give the players, I think I think it was Robbo did an interview beforehand and said they weren't particularly looking forward to it. But then once they got onto the bus and saw the amount of people out showing their appreciation, um, it will give them a lift. And I think it probably gave the supporters a bit of a lift as well, that maybe the people that still were a bit down from the night before. Um, but, um, yeah. But, like I've said before as well, but like, club coming out, any other manager that comes out and says, where's the final next year? Book your hotel. <laughs> you think you're setting yourself up for an absolute ribbon next season. But, I don't think there's anybody that doesn't believe that we won't have a good old fist of getting back there next season. So, yeah. Now I'm... Uh, not 100% over it, but um, not as sore as I would have been. So. Yeah, look, that that's it, isn't it? You know, as Kev um, said there a second ago on, on the comments, the fourth one in 18, you didn't know where we were going. And we've proved nearly since then that this team is the real deal. And look, whether we make it back or not next year, we all know we're going to print a good festival and really give it a go. So, yeah, I think we're all sort of... I said a tongue-in-cheek that we should be over the, the, the heartbreak by now, but the reality is this team's all business and we, whatever happens throughout the summer, whatever team we have, you know, in whoever's in the lineup basically come August, I'm sure they'll be good enough to do the business. But what we're going to do tonight, lads, we're going to have a little look back, not at the season, it's, it's a review of the season, but it's of the players. So we're going to go through a lot of the, the first team squad here and we're going to give them a little rating out of 10 for their season um, how they how they performed did they go above expectation below expectations um, is there anyone that stood out particularly for you um, and look you may we may clash on some of these one may think someone was a 2 and another one might think he was a 10 but sure we wouldn't be Liverpool fans if there wasn't a bit of that so we're going to start off with the goalkeepers, lads, and I won't start off with the main man first, but I'll start off on Quivian Kelleher. And Davo, I'm going to come to you. What did you make of Quivian's season, and how do you feel he performed throughout? Like, will he look back as having a good season? Uh, I think he will. Yeah, I think when you're when you're involved in such a big game and and having a big part in that game as well, um, and played very well in the game. And then obviously what happened in the penalty shootout, you'd have to be happy with how a season went. I'd say you probably would have liked to get more games in the FA Cup. Emmett was 10, this was probably come on, it was two. 
he played uh, he played all the Carabao games, didn't he? Am I right in saying he played all the Carabao games? Arsenal um, came in for one, didn't he? For yeah, one, Arsenal. did he? Um, and listen, keepers get, you know what I mean? If you make a mistake, it's a goal. I think one of the goals against Leicester, he might have done better for in the game. He come back and went on penalties, but he's, he's young for a goalkeeper and he's not getting an awful lot of game time. So when you're thrown in, like we've seen it with other players, outfield players, more experienced players, that are, that are coming in and out and they're not doing it. So it's obviously going to be difficult for a goalkeeper behind Allison. But now, listen, I think Keller will have to be very, very happy with how he sees a panned out. Shawnee, what about you? Quivin Kelleher, done the business player? Yeah, look, the competition he played in, he won. Simple as that. Uh, club backs him, leaves him in for the final. And... He doesn't save a penalty on the show. I'm sure he doesn't, but he's brilliant in that game. He actually has a really good game. Mm. And um, I actually, Kelleher is a smashing number two. Um, obviously, the other fella is the main man, but it, it's not like seasons gone by where you see Kelleher in the lineup and you're going, oh, fuck's sake. Here we go. Even Adrian put the shots up you like that, you know, or uh, Carrius in previous years, but. I, I fully trust Kelleher as number two and I think this is a little bit selfish on my side. The longer we can keep him there, the better because I do think he's definitely a top half of the Premier League goalkeeper. Um, I reckon. I reckon he there is teams he can do. I reckon he, he get games at West Ham. You know, I, I reckon he probably starts at Brighton, Palace, you know, I think he's that good. Um, and He's some big moments, like uh, Dav says, bit of a rick against Leicester. But look, it doesn't, nothing seems to phase me. He's just very stoic, lad. And um, his name is, his face is going to be up on that wall now. I'm in Kirby, where if you've, if you've won the trophy, you're up there. And yeah. that's exactly all Klopp would have asked for in terms. Like, there's going to be a few players in this list, I reckon, where you kind of, you don't rate them on their seasons, but you rate them on what the position is in the squad and how effective they are at, at what they were doing. And if you're giving them out of marks out of 10, you're going to have to say 10 because the fella won the competition he played in and he was very good. It wasn't like he was just carried through. It was mismatched defences and he was thrown in there and he done the business. Exactly. Emmy, what about yourself, Quivian Kelleher? Yeah, I echo what both Sean and Davo say. Like he's, he's, like it's a lot of pressure for a manager to put it on and say this is Quivian's competition. But then he goes and wins. Like I know he goes and wins it with the, the rest of the lads. Like, but like he's only really given one competition and he scores what proved to be the winning penalty in the penalty shootout. Um, and what, like exactly like what Shawnee says is that if a lineup comes out any week for any game and you see Keller there. You don't really kind of bat an eyelid. All right, you're wondering what's wrong with Allison. Um, but you're not really kind of overly worried. Where I don't think there's probably many teams in the Premier League that if they had to put their number two in goal would be kind of a bit worried. But um, yeah, look, um, I wouldn't go and give a 10. <laughs> um, there's always room for improvement. So maybe a 9.8. Um, but um yeah, uh I think he's had a fantastic season. And and yeah. always there should anything go wrong and and nobody having to worry should he have to step in. 
to replace Allison. I think he did. Did he? He played one. Was it one Premier League game? Yeah, he did. Came in against Chelsea, didn't he? When there was a was a COVID or something, or was yeah. I don't know international or something. And Allison was stuck but, um, back, and he had to yeah. come in, and he and played well. He played very well. Yeah, and the one thing that Shawnee said there as well is that nothing seems to phase him for someone that's kind of that young. Like he's only twenty two. Um, like I don't know where he gets it from. I think, yeah, it's kind of wise before, wise more than his years or whatever they say. But um, yeah, and he's learning from what's the best goalkeeper in the world. Like, and you can see in him that he kind of plays nearly very similar to Allison as well. So, um, I would be like to be very kind of selfish like Shawnee and say that the longer we can keep him, the better. But that's probably going to prove difficult. I would say in the next season or two. Yeah, I'd say there's a lot to be said for working with the the goalkeeper and coaches that he is at the moment. You know, I don't think he probably doesn't see that there's a rush to to move at the moment, which is great. You know, long may it last. So we'll quickly get a score off each. Is Davo out of ten? Uh, nine. Shawnee. I'm, I'm probably going to play in. I'll go nine again. Just to, I'll go nine. Ten is probably. Emmy. Yeah, nine. We're not doing point five, no? No, no, no. I don't have enough ink for all that. Um, we'll move on to the next keeper, which we all know is Alison Becker. Sean, you're going to start with you. Alison Becker, good season, bad season, a different season. Talk to me. Player of the year, 10 out of 10. <laughs> no argument, no, no need me. to drag that Simple. one. There's been so many good performers in this team this year who have intermittently performed throughout the team. But Alison has been outstanding from day one. And I had a little think about it today. I think there's one game he has a rick and it's against Spurs away, I think, for their second goal. Mm. But I look back then just to check it and he makes one of the most ridiculous saves from Deli Ali I've ever seen. Oh, it's ridiculous how good game, he is. Genuinely, I know. Uh, look... Overshadowed on Saturday because of just how good Courtois was, but I genuinely think he's he's levels above the second best goalkeeper in the world. I was so so lucky to have him, um, and for me, he was our Player of the Year. And normally, if you're giving your goalkeeper Player of the Year, it would suggest something was wrong. But for me, Allison is a moments player, and he keeps us in so many games with his big moments. You could literally, you could put your house on him ten times out of ten. He never let you down. He's so good. Previous seasons, he had a couple of injury issues and he seems to have kind of gotten over them, wherever it was, wherever it be. I think he missed a couple of games with COVID. But for me, it's 10 out of 10, our player of the year. He's absolutely fucking colossal. And I would go as far as saying he's probably the second most important name on our team, Chief, for me. Although I was only saying I would be calm in terms of Kelleher going in the goal. Alisson is the reason why we challenge on our fronts. It's as simple as that. It's the reason why we're close to league titles and Champions Leagues every year. Because he's literally top, top tier. And you don't win anything without a world-class goalkeeper. And we have the best, in my very biased opinion, but I'm sure most will agree. Yeah. Davo, as a goalkeeper yourself, Shawnee touched on something there that Alisson is a moment's goalkeeper. And, you know, Courtois was excellent. I know he, he was under not a lot of pressure, but a lot of shots coming at him. It's different when you're 
having to face one or two things, isn't it, in a game, or it might be late in the game when you're having to do your first moment, but he's always there, isn't he? He's he's just unbelievable. Yeah, look, that's when you're when you're at the elite so it's that's what you're paid for. You're, you're, you're not out there to make eight saves a game. It's like the really the original one. If you if you look back over the years, Premier League years and all that, like Spiegel used to get plenty of work because teams weren't like you know they, like defensively they weren't as good as some teams to be. Now they were obviously brilliant, but you'd find a lot of them lads who get a lot of work. With Czech was really the force, and I remember with Chelsea that he never really had a lot to do, but when he had to do it, he was superb. And yeah. that's, like you said, Keith, that's that's where you make your money. You might not have it to do for 80 minutes and then you need to make one save. And you make it, and Sean, you're spot on about mom. I think there was only an article there a while ago, wasn't it, about 1v1s and the XG, and he was top of that. I think he'd stopped nine more goals than he should have, or eight and a half more goals than he should have on XG on 1v1s. And even if they look at it, the Wolves game, like they, they slipped through and could have took the lead again after we equalised, and he makes a save again. So. I agree with Shawnee, 10 out of 10, that was the Spurs game. Shawnee's agreed that I don't know what got saved of the season or of match of the day, he even do it anymore or whether it was in it. it, was, I, think it was he, bit... I think his double save against Norwich actually did the first yeah, game of well, the season. At least the right man got it, but not the right save. That save against Spurs was absolutely fucking frightening. He's absolutely no right whatsoever to be getting anywhere near that. And he tips it around the post. And like Sean, he said, obviously he made a mistake later in that game, but sure, he got his elbow with the, uh, with the save. And uh, I think West Ham, he probably should have done better away. One of their goals is a 1v1, but listen, he's absolutely unbelievable. Best in the world. Yeah, listen, Courtois, like Sean, he said, excellent here tonight, but I, w- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be swapping Alisson for him anyway, put it that way. Yeah, indeed. Emmett, anything different than the last... That's- that's my dog, by the way, that everybody's giving out about. I'll get him. I'll get him sorted now in a sec. Uh, no, I fully agree with uh, Shawnee. I would say ten out of ten, and um, I would put Allison as probably as our player of the season as well. No, no doubts. Um, he's the reason why we can play that high line so well. Is that we know that number one, if they do, very rarely break the offside trap that he's there. Um, nobody wants to go one-on-one with Alisson um, one thing you would hear or you'd never hear really with Alisson is, is that he should have done better with that he saves everything he is it's possible for him to save if he, if that makes sense Do you know what I mean there's never kind of like one that kind of he saves everything he, he, that's it makes it look easy close. makes it everything that's close to him but like, do you know what I mean? If you're scoring against him, he has no, he's obviously got, you've got no chance of getting it. If that, you're if earning that it. You're walking yeah, yeah. for it. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so um, definitely I would give 10 out of 10 and player of the season. He's made so many important saves and a lot of the time they go unnoticed. Do you know what I mean? Because they're not top corner or last ditch or do you know what I mean? He, he has got them. Um, but uh yeah, they're just he's on he's on top of you. Like even I, I can't even remember what it was last week where the player got through, and but again he looked up from actually getting the ball at his feet. Allison's right in front of him. How quickly he actually moves. Um, but uh, yeah, ten out of ten for me. Yeah, indeed. I I I echo that as well. He's my player of the year as well. Ten out of ten. He's been absolutely brilliant. Um, we'll move on. We'll get to some of these quickly. Joe Gomez. Um. I'll just give one of his um, 
because I know Davo has to be up early and if we go through <laughs> each of these players we'll be here till tomorrow. Um Davo, we'll stay with you. Joe Gomez, how do you feel how do you feel Gomez season went? Uh do you know what I actually think listen, injury wise it's obviously it's not it's not brilliant. But I think towards the end of the season he he got in and he played his part and he didn't let anyone down. And listen I think we've said it before on here. The only thing about Gomez is, or the only uh, the bad point hanging over his head when he plays Roy fullback anyway is that he's not strength. But other than that, he's he's very very capable. Um, I know some of the lads think he's probably in his best centre back. Um, I'm not sure about that, but I do think he's uh, I do think he's played his part this year. And with a bit of luck, listen, I wouldn't be looking to get rid of him or anything like that. Like I do think he's. You need you need four you need four centre backs um, if you're going to be challenging the way we are and uh, with no problem with Gomez being one of them and I just hope the injury kind of stuff is starting to get behind them because listen he did get in he did play and he did play well in a position that's really not foreign to him but the way we play he's not obviously it's not ideal but with Trent missing out and him coming in but I thought he did very well going forward in, in games as well so now I'd, I'd probably say Gomez seven out of ten. Very fair, very fair. Lads, I'll just get a score off you as we don't have to go into him. Shawnee Gomez. Seven is fair. Seven is fair for Gomez. I was thinking thinking the same. Seven. So we give him sevens across the board there. Fair play. Emmett, I'll come to you. Um, We'll do Costas Simicas. (laughs) Um, Yeah, again, it's very similar to to Keller. You have no uh, kind of worries if you look at a lineup and he's in there instead of Robbo. Um, there could be some arguments to say that in certain games he's probably played a little bit better than Robbo. You've seen shouts of people actually looking for him to start ahead of Robbo. Um, but um, yeah, no worries about him. Gets forward. I think what he does is, whereas Robbo gets kind of further up the pitch and it's nearly like cutbacks, crosses, I think Simicas has something different where he seems to cross it from a little deeper, which... Mm-hmm. Can make it kind of make a massive difference, but um, yeah, uh, scored the, the winning penalty again in the FA Cup final. Ran towards the Chelsea play, uh, fans with his ears cupped, that gives him an extra one point. Um, so um, yeah, I'd go maybe eight out of ten. Seems that we're not doing halves, <laughs> yeah, you're not getting halves. <laughs> no, definitely. Look, like, like I said, I. Does anybody have any worries of, of him going in that left back instead of Robbo? I don't think they do. So, and, and look, with everything, even with not going back on Joe Gomez, and I know Davo said that he would hold on to him, five subs is going to be absolutely massive next season. Absolutely mm. massive. And the likes of your Gomez and your Simicas will get more game time. And we, like, I think I said it, that we can rotate from half to half now instead of game to game. So. A for Simicas. A for yeah. Simicas. Davo, do you agree? Yeah, yeah. Listen, I'd, I probably wouldn't go as high as giving him annoying, but really like him. Yeah. Um, he's exactly what you want in a backup left foot if people are kind of shouting for him. Probably wrongly, in my opinion, that he should start ahead of Robbo. But listen, if it is, if it's starting a debate, he's obviously doing something right. And listen, I know we're going to move on to Trent in the world, but if we could get someone in on that side... Um, I know that young lad off Aberdeen or whatever. Someone, if we could get a, a right side at Simicas, we, we'd be laughing. Indeed, we would. Shawnee, L10, Costas. 
eight is it eight again? My only gripe with Simicas is I don't think he played enough minutes. I don't think he was given mm. enough minutes. I think mm. Robbo could have been rotated more. Um, and it started to show towards the back end of the season because Robbo was running on fumes. Um, and I think one thing Klopp's done really well this year is rotate. But I feel that there's games where Simicas could have started. But I think that's just. That's a symptom of success of not wanting to change lineups when you need to win every game every week. So that that's just the nature of it at the moment. So a brilliant player, Simicas is. And again, if you can hold on to him, I'm being selfish. You do it all day. You do everything you can to keep him around. He's a brilliant player. Indeed. Shawnee, I'm going to stay with you. Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, I think it's his best season that he's had at Liverpool. Uh, for many reasons I think you've seen him grow physically um, I don't I, look people are people are getting on his back about Saturday right I'm not having it because there's two or three players who should have been doing something before he did alright just going back to Robbo Robbo's tiredness sets up but we won't get into that in the big games Trent has been fucking superb defensively I've noticed him I think he's come on a, a, a lot Especially in that FA Cup final, I thought he was unbelievable. Uh, on that, and I, the other, the other night he makes a couple of brilliant defensive cuts, cuts across. But you can see they're trying to expose him now, and he's wide to it. And you need to realise that he's still so young, Trent. And there's no such thing as a faultless footballer, especially now faultless twenty-three-year-olds. I genuinely think he's been unbelievable. He's a bit of a catalyst than their team. You can see him taking the game, but it's good for the next sometimes, and flying like really really trying to make things happen and I think he probably takes her on too much sometimes and I won't have anybody getting on Trent's back he's fucking incredible he's the best right back in the world by a stretch I don't give a fuck who you compare him to genuinely I really don't he's so so good well lucky to have him Um, people saying he should be pushed up probably into Hendo's position and look I think he could probably even experiment with the next year, moving them up and playing Gomez and games there and just seeing them there because people don't realise that he has, to, that's the way he's told to play. Now, sometimes you can't seem lazy, but he was leggy as fuck the other night. He's played 63 games. Yeah. For me, Trent has been unbelievable. One of our best, one of our better uh, outfield players. It's a nine hour 10 season for Trent for me. Uh, I think the kid is incredible, genuinely. I'm a bit hairy for favourite players, but he's probably my favourite player in this team. I absolutely love him. Good stuff, good stuff. Emmy, score for Trent for the season? Yeah, I'd agree. Nine. Solid yet. Davo. Um, oh, oh, sorry. Oh, go no, on, no, go, go on, yet. No, no, go on. Uh, no, I'll let you have a little word on Trent. Go on. <laughs> um, no, I, I agree. again, I agree with Shani. Uh, he, he seems to... This season, he's picking up a more kind of central position in games as well. Yeah. Um, which may end up, look, he's obviously been told to do that. and He's not doing it off his own back. But he's becoming, I think, what we've seen this season is a little bit more of a leader as well. You're kind of starting to see a possible future kind of captain of Liverpool there as well. Um, he is, like Shawnee said, physically bigger. Like you, you go back and look at any matches from even 18, 19. Uh, there was more meat on a butcher's pencil, like do you know what I mean? So, um, 
yeah, he's he looks absolutely solid. And um, yeah, you could see him move into the midfield. I think it was Jamie Holm said before though that he probably is better with the game in front of him. Um, but um, yeah, experiment with it, see how it goes. But nine yeah, for me, yeah. Davo. Yeah, nine. I probably wouldn't go as high as ten. You're not giving us the half points. So. <laughs> yeah, nine is fair. Just a, just an unbelievable player. He's like we we mentioned before about not being Louis Gavallison had to drop out and uh, Keller goes in or Robbo and Simicas. I think that that is the one really when Trent drops out. Gomez has done well, but when when Trent is out, you, you know you're kind of start thinking. I hope it's not fucking for too long because listen he's imperative to how, how we play the triangles we're going right back to the start of the season when, when Harvey Elliott was in before his injury the triangles there between him Mo and that uh, him Mo and Harvey Elliott and obviously we're Hendo and, and uh, Mo as well that's the triangles like same with the other side I've gone on about it before I think that they're key to how we play the kind of they, they move around and intertwine and, and then it's delivery like us absolutely second to none yeah best in the world wouldn't have anyone else ahead of them all is Reese, James Shoy talk he's a wing back with fucking three centre backs behind him don't be letting fucking people kid you about fucking him yeah. good player now fairness but he's not a right full back so yeah. uh, quality quality 9 out of 10 good stuff good stuff Daph I want to stay with you Joel Matip um, Probably would have given him a player of the year in January or February, to be honest with you. I thought he was mm. absolutely unbelievable. I don't think anyone here or WhatsApp groups or any fans thought we'd get the amount of games we got out of him. And don't listen, I probably, like I said, if say February you asked me who our best player was, I probably would have went Gomez or Allison, or sorry, yeah, Matip or Allison. Um, Obviously, Mo was in with a show, but I think I think Matt Dib kind of took us all back with how many games he was able to put to, put together and his performances. Um, thought he was excellent. Thought he was he was really good. I thought there was games where he oh, Cardi isn't Cardi isn't the right word, but I thought there was games that Virg, Virgil had to lean on him. Yeah, quite a bit in some games because he was look. He's obviously coming back from the injury. Um, I thought there was games when Matt Dib really stepped up. I was kind of the senior one in there in games, but. I think it's it's also good going forward uh, for the team that like Kanate has kind of got in a bit at the end of the season and evolved a bit more um, pace-wise and stuff like that where you get in. But I definitely, 9 out of 10 for Matip for me. Lads, I have to interject. Just seeing it there. Did you see the video of clapping the nightclub with Diaz's brother? No. Oh, hey, what, what's He's a fucking... Shapes. Oh, I swear. Can we just talk about club for the rest of this? <laughs> He's fucking yeah, an 11 out of 10. 11 points for Look at this, oh. boys. Love it. What a fella. He's the best, isn't he? He is the best. He is the he best. He's going around with a little man bag on him. The night club. <laughs> I'm sorry, boys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Give us your score for my tip there, Shani. Uh, see, do you know what? The f- we were just, we were too, so close to winning everything. And mm. if we did, he would have been one of them players that's getting a 10 out of 10. He was mm. unbelievable. I'd say, on the whole, our best centre-back this season. And it's mad he found himself out of the team at the, at the back end because of Canate. He was unbelievable. Uh, and 
just when he's fit, he's so fucking good. And we all knew this. We knew this for forever since he's come in. And like like Dab said, I think he carried Van Dijk through games. And again, another one. I think he should have been in the team of the year. They had a, a Ruben Diaz. I, mm. I genuinely did when I seen yeah. he was in there. I, when I when I seen Matip wasn't getting any love, I was kind of shocked. He's been so fucking good. He's a brilliant player. Um, and another one, I just hope we can keep on because he's so good. He could probably play for any team in Europe. And I'm being serious saying that. I, I think for me, he's a 10. He's a 10 out of 10. Mm. Emmett. Yeah, I'd be happy enough to go with the, the nine as well. Um, he was up until, like Davo said, January, February time, probably our best central defender. Um, and his he got his mazy goal against Leeds, wasn't he? Uh, unbelievable. Uh, the way he carries, he, like, is there is there anyone better than him at carrying the ball out of defence into midfield? I don't know if there is. There's, there was even shouts when Fabinho looked like he was injured that they should play Matip. In the, in the defensive midfielder role, um, I think he actually played there for Schalke. Um, but um, yeah, it it is amazing. Everybody had him kind of dead and buried with his injuries and that. We won't mention Keith selling him last summer. Um, but Surely um, <laughs> but uh, he's had an absolutely uh, like a resurrection. And I would like to say if it can happen to Mata, but I think it can happen to Gomez as well. So I think too many people wrote Gomez off too soon, and then. When he came back in the games that he played this year, he showed what what he's got. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, Matip, absolutely solid and annoying for me as well. Yeah, I'm going to jump in and say ten for Matip as well, like Shawnee, because I feel in a season where we had two centre backs coming back from ACL injuries and we had a new centre back in Canate, we needed somebody to go in there and nearly. I know as Shawnee said, carry it. Yeah, carry it because do you remember lads at the start of the season and we played Chelsea and the, everything on Sky was Lukaku, Lukaku against Van Dijk. Didn't get near Van Dijk. Matip had him in his pocket in the game. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, but yeah, um, Matip, unbelievable. Um, Roy, uh, who had who had Matip there? Was that Davo? Yeah. Emma, Canate. An absolute monster. <laughs> Um. Yeah, as uh, was kind of eased into the team, I think as well. Um, pretty similar to the way Robbo and Fabinho was, but um, he seems to be a great kind of character around the dressing room and the club as well. But when he's come in, like I'm six three, I'm not a hundred percent sure what size he is, but I've never probably moved as fast as he can. Uh, and he's an absolute monster <laughs> over the ground. Like, um, I think people on the pod before said if you're going to, uh, it might have been Chris or Kev, if you're going to go into a lab and make a centre-back, that's who you make. Um, and he's been absolutely... Okay, he's had, I think it was uh, against Benfica. Was it Benfica? Or Benfica, Benfica yeah. Had, uh, Benfica. Had an air shot. Wolves um, as well when he misses the header. Yeah. But he's, he's, uh, he's, he's chipped in with his fair fair amount of goals as well. Um, when uh, Van Dijk was rested and Matip and Kanate played, you could actually see he was marshalling the defence and shouting at them and barking orders at them as well. Um, probably not. He has probably not made it played as as many games um, as others, but I think. 
what would I give him? From Miss, uh, I'll go, see, it's getting tough now. I'm going to go eight. And the mm. Oira was raised, right, because that's, look, he's still, he's still young. He still has a little mistake in him, uh, but he's only going to learn. But, um, yeah, I'll go for this season, Kanate and eight. Shawnee. Can I think? And I as well. I think the sky is the limit for the kid. Um, you aren't familiar, but the the Spanish, the Shawel, Chiringuito, they they didn't stop going on about him after the game. They were blown away by him. They were in awe of him because it's like they don't really pay attention until they see him. And he was absolutely superb in the final. And Klopp was trusted him in a couple of the big games this year. And you can see why he's 22. Like I said, like what player is defensively accomplished completely at twenty two? <coughs> None. He's going to be he's going to be frighteningly good, genuinely. He's learning from the best. He fits in with the squad. You could see him from day one. He was having the buzz. You can see him the other day on the bus. You heard Trent talking about him the other day. People seem to be genuinely blown away by him. And to be honest, like this is a big show. Obviously, we miss Virgil and he, they struggle against Wolves, but like Matip and Kanate, they're probably starting for every other team in Premier League. Yeah. That's how good they are. We're so, so lucky. The kid is going to be ridiculous. And the, the, the longer he's overlooked for France, the better for us, to be honest with you, because you just want to keep him out of it. Cause totally agree. It's literally yeah. going to get to the stage where he's 25, 26, and he will be the premium centre-back in the world. Up there, definitely, without a doubt. Um, it's looking like an absolute steal. And it's just so unlucky for Joe Gomez that he's behind these two because he has a real job on his hands. For me, can I say A? Because he is young. He has had ricks, but there are mistakes you could forgive a 23-year-old for making. The score is delantic. This kid is frightening, genuinely. He, he will gather that aura that Van Dijk has where you're going. I'm not fucking going at him. Mm. And because that's what he has. He's an absolute colossus. Um, an, a, an A for me, only because you can see the potentials there that he will be a 10 out of 10 centre back in years to come. Yeah. Davo. We agree with everything the boys said, but I'm going to just give him a, I'm gonna give him a nine just for yeah. his performance in the in the final. And like me, me and you have spoken before, Keith, once our groups, you know that he gets a bit of a half a point because he's not Uber Mechanic because he's yeah. fucking brutal. <laughs> and we absolutely got the right one out of the two there off yeah. Leipzig. Like no bounds about it. Yeah, Sean, he's right, couple of ricks, but uh, he's going to be unbelievable in a couple of years. Like uh, fucking whoever said go into a lab, make a centre half, they're spot on because that's him, 22. Has everything brilliant? I'm gonna give him a nine just for the final. He was absolutely fucking outrageously good. Yeah, I'm with Davo. I'm giving him a nine as well. Plays in the big games, and I think you know, swatting Fred aside and laughing at him. You know, so many moments that he's had. He's had big goals. I think it's been near on a perfect season for a young centre back to come in and do it. So yeah, I'm gonna give him a nine. Um, Davo, I'll stay with you. Um, Andy Robbo. Uh. Andy Robbo. Yeah, listen, I, like, my memory is cat anyway. I'm kind of struggling to kind of think back. Listen, me, me good feeling is Robbo had a very, very good season. Um, I know we missed parts of it at the start and um, Simicas got in, did very well. 
a lot of people like Emmett was saying earlier, calling from the start they had a uh, Robbo. I was I was never really one of them. I think Robbo was number one there. He's the nailed on starter. He's obviously getting on in years, Robbo a bit, or he's he's gone towards thirty. But um, I think he, I, th- I think he's our number one. He drives us forward on the top, particularly. Like I said to you, my memory's kind of fried a bit, but I, I, I did. I know he was running on fumes, but I thought he was putting in some good performances even when he was running on fumes and he was driving us on. He was, I thought he was driving the team on like late enough in the season as well, getting forward. He obviously got, he gets the goal against Everton. Um, but like I said, my memory's kind of fucking cat and it's mashed after the last week, so. My thoughts on Robbo is probably, I'd probably say annoying for Robbo, to be honest. I don't know what the boys think. They might be able to shine a bit more light and specifics and stuff like that. But now, listen, like me, go feel them. Robbo had a very good season. Amen. Yeah, I think he did have a good, a really good season. It Probably not his best season, but still a really, really good season. Um, um, like Davo said, he chipped in with goals. Um Probably could have had a rest more often. Uh, I think Shawnee said that Simicas probably could have been played a little bit more and we probably would have seen probably a re- an extremely good season now of Robbo. But he is, he's that, I don't want to kind of say he's the brave heart on the pitch, like, but I think there was one game where it was the 85th or 90th minute. I can't even remember what game it was, but he literally chased the ball or went on a, a run actually all the way up the pitch, and it kind of made you think, "Oh, he's probably not going to start the next game now." He's absolutely bursting his bollocks, like, and, and he actually did start the next game. Um, but um, yeah, I, I I'd agree with with Davo and Nyan. Um, not a, a, a good season, but not probably not his best season, but still uh, worth annoying. Shani, I'd say annoying. Uh, the only reason you kind of mark these players down because of brilliant seasons in the past. Like, Robbo's had 10 out of 10 seasons for us. I, and I still believe that he's the best left-back in the world. So, annoying for me. Obviously, tired towards the back end of the season. Really well, but battled through and was a catalyst in some games. Like Trent can take the onus on himself to go and kind of get stuff done. Um, he scored a couple of big goals this season for us. Uh, brilliant. Brilliant. Don't let what happened last Saturday overshadow. He, he was absolutely brilliant. I genuinely believe he's the best left back in world football. Yeah, I agree. Shawnee, last one for you now. The big fella, last of our defenders, Virgil van Dijk. See, I feel that Virgil A is a 10 out of 10 for everyone else. Because, again, like, it's man I'm saying this, he's the best centre back I've ever seen. All right. And, there was games where he looked like oh, he was coming back, but you need to realise the injury he came back from yeah. and how easy he made it look. And I think when it got to around January, February, he was firing on all cylinders and he was the best in the world again. Um, considering what he's been through, it's it's a 10 out of 10 for me again, to be honest with you, because you can't give Matt up a 10 out of 10 and Virgil is just like others. He's held to higher standards than everyone else. So you, you can't kind of... People will hold that against him. You know what I mean? But pff, wasting me time even. Got, like, I stuck for time here. He's a 10 out of 10. Best in the world. Um, be back next year. We'll be hungry. You can tell that I hold him on Saturday. 
And he he when we are being led to victory in seasons coming, Virgil will be the bedrock that success is built on, him and Ali, because yeah. they don't let you down normally. So, yeah, hopefully he has a nice big rest now in the summer and comes back. Because he said himself the other day, this is my comeback season. I always looked at it that way. And next year, I hope to be better. So, yeah, Virgil for me, 10 out of 10. Fellas, fucking incredible. Yeah, Davo, Virgil. Yeah, look, I think Sean, is spot on. I think an 8 or a 9 for Virgil is fucking a 10 or 11 for, for anyone else at all. Like, what I mentioned earlier about, like, I don't think Virgil was, was fucking bad. And, like, I can't listen to now people in the chat probably remember specifics. So I can't remember sitting here going, geez, Virgil was shy there. I think there was just some games where he needed Matip and Matip kind of delivered for him. But I do think... Listen, he'll be like he's after, he's coming back after a year out. Like, like you have to remember, like even he played the Euros. Even saying, "Listen, I'm I'm gonna put put my head down, put on my eggs, getting back into the in the, in the basket of Liverpool and getting back right on the pitch there, so it can be good enough for Holland." So, comeback season was gonna be tough for him, patchy enough start at times, but. Yeah, look, I'll probably I'll just, I'll just give him a nine. Do you know what I mean? He's the best in the world. He'll be back again. Like, no issues at all. No fucking, no worries, no issues. Nine out of ten for me. Emmett. The only reason I'm giving him a ten is because the amount of games he played. Yeah. We thought he would have been rested. <clears throat> nah, he ploughed yeah. on, hasn't he? Yeah, he's a fucking <clears throat> machine. Honestly, yeah. it's not human. It's not normal what he done this year. Genuinely, it's really... It's not like them them injuries used to be a dead sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I think he played nearly every league game, apart the last one. Yeah, ridiculous. Ridiculous. I, I was I was gonna I was gonna say the same. If only for his injury, I would go nine, but because of his injury, I'm gonna go ten and the amount of games that he played. And Shani touched on it there. ACL injuries like that have ended people's careers. Um, so this isn't a sprained ankle like that he's come back from. It's like a major, major surgery on his le- on his knee. Um, but um, yeah, again, he's he's an absolute machine. Like I, I saw somebody there recently calling him a jockey merchant. But like a defender, I think it was Maldini, wasn't it? Said if I have to make a tackle, I've already made yeah. a mistake. Van Dijk is getting the ball off lads without even having to make a tackle. We saw Martinez and even Jekko to a, to a point as well for Inter. They looked up and saw who was in front of them. And I think Martinez started heading towards the exit at uh, <laughs> uh, Anfield. He has that kind of aura about him. And I think it was Shawnee that said that Kanate, will, or maybe it was Davo, that Kanate will have that as well. And you can kind of really see that. Uh, um, I think with Kanate, I, I can't remember who it was that was running down the wing. They kind of looked to see who it was and they kind of, they were resigned to actually getting the ball taken off them. But to have that aura and to not, like, not have to make tackles, is he going to make mistakes? Yeah, definitely. Everybody makes mistakes. But, um, yeah, he's an absolute Rolls Royce of a defender. Um, the tactic of the high line obviously comes from Klopp, but I would imagine that he's the the real enforcer on the pitch when it comes to the actual calls for it or anything like that. You can see, like normally you see midfielders that have their head on a swivel. It's like Van Dijk has his head on a swivel to see where the forwards are. And even in a few games, you just see him taking that just slight step up (coughs) and the players are being called offside. Uh, I lost. I stopped actually keeping count of how many times. I don't know. I'll have to look it up how many times we cut teams off. So I just, but it was, it was more than 
it would probably be approaching three times the amount any other team in the Premier League. Um, and Van Dijk is uh, one of the real reasons for that. So, yeah, nine <coughs> back from ACL, ten because he came back and played so many games. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Right, so we're nearly an hour in and we're only finishing the defence. So what we'll do is we'll leave a few players off and we'll come back to them at the end um, if we have time. So, Emma, I'm going to stay with you, Fabinho. Yeah, I think a little bit like Robertson that it was a great season from Fabinho, but probably not his best season, isn't it? It's mad that we're saying that and we can played every single every single minute of every single game that we could possibly play this season. Um, he's had a few injuries as well, and sometimes he's not one of these players that can come back in and get straight back into the into the rhythm. Um, um, and it's a lot of talk about rhythm this season as well with the team. Um, he's had a few bad games. Um, yeah, I would go. Just want to say annoying <laughs> for Fabinho because he look everybody slags us for saying we have the best player uh, in the world in every position, but I I think like some of the players that have gone before him tonight that he is probably one of the best players in his position, and um and normally he would be a ten out of ten, but I'll go nine for his. Not not as good as previous seasons, but still an, an excellent season from Fabinho. No worries, no worries. Shani, Fabinho, how do you feel he's done? Brilliant footballer. Like I feel like I feel like the season was that good. And I is kind of yeah, saying that someone wasn't as good. I think there was there was games where Fabinho struggled. That really I, there was games where I was watching Fabinho and he was going, fuck he's struggling here. And there was a few games like that. But again, leggy, couple of injuries, didn't he? My Ryan mm. saying that, yeah, he misses a few games here and there. And famously, <clears throat> he he struggled sometimes coming back from injury. I think he's a player in the summer who needs help. I think in the summer we need someone who can carry the burden that he does because he's the really only specialist number six that we have at the club. And he's really, really good. He's up there with the best in the world, no doubt about it. Um, an A for me. Uh, not a slight on him. Brilliant player. Just an eight, hour, an 8 out of 10 for me. I feel he can even kick on and be even better. Davo? Yeah, probably go away from him, yeah. Just a few injuries and like Emmett said, he does struggle to kind of get back up to the pitch a bit. Um, and now we mentioned players running on fumes. What half of being, I was really running on fumes come the end of the season. I think the injury of Villa Park is all down to that. I think his performance of Villa Park is probably all down to that. I think it's probably the worst I've ever seen him playing. For how many minutes he was on for, he got injured in the first half, didn't he? I thought he was, he was, he was really, really, really struggling running on fumes. Um, I thought he was. I thought he was actually funny enough. I thought he was very good in the final as well. I thought he was. Uh, I thought he played well in the final of the weekend but like I said yeah listen I'd, I'd, I'd probably go an A for being you know, yeah added goals to his thing this season as well yeah very true very true um, yeah I'd probably go with an A as well because he did add the goals and I think the goals was a big thing um, that he got in there uh, but yeah like I said it's not a slight I just think I should, uh, I don't know what Sean Yadavo said, not having that back up there to to relieve him of that pressure 
probably does play on and it's something that we do need to address in the summer. But look, another good season by by Fabinho. Um Davo, Thiago. Uh Thiago. I told you off here before coming on here, my head was fried but Thiago. Um yeah, look, I thought I took listen, I thought he did a good see. he he kind of turned into one of the players we kind of the midfield really needed them on the on the team sheet. You really needed to be in the side. Um, do you know what I mean? I thought I did think I, th- I think he did, I did think he had a very good season. Um, looking back on it, like I thought that was coming from going back to last season. I thought he finished very very strong uh, last season. Probably one of our better players in the run in last season when we when we, we got all them wins to get a t- to get into the Champions League. I thought he continued it on. Um, yeah, listen. I thought he's a, he's a he's a he's a fucking brilliant player. He's a brilliant player. I think Didi Hamad must have been on the whatever he was on, whatever Didi likes being on talking there, and he's still talking about me. He spoke about when we signed him, and he's fucking still talking about him. So I don't know what Thiago done on him. He's yeah. fucking. He's he's like he's doubling down on it. But the goal against Porto, I don't think it touched the ground. Uh, well, well, that's a hill I'm willing to die on. Well, yeah. it definitely didn't. It definitely didn't touch the ground. I'm willing to die on that hill. I'm with you now, yeah. I just, I, do you know what? He's getting for that goal alone. He's getting a ten. Simple as that. Right? <laughs> he's getting a ten on me. Love ten, Thiago, brilliant, and someone that like, a huge part of the midfield. Who knows what's going to happen with the midfield? It's obviously somewhere we look, we look to strengthen. Um, but he'll definitely be part of it next year. Emma, Thiago. Yeah, I'll agree. For that goal alone, he gets a 10. Uh, but in terms of his performances, like, I'm not sure I've ever actually... Look, you've got your Messi's and Diego Maradona and that, but I don't think I've ever seen someone look always so comfortable on the ball and like they've all the time in the world and God only knows where he's going to pass it. And um, yeah, his little drops to the shot. Like, he's such a lovely footballer to actually watch play the game and the way he strokes the ball around. When we first came in, people were saying that he's going to slow us down and I, like he's opening up defences like packets of crisps. Like, do you know what I mean? With his passes. Um, but um, yeah, I'll go 10 and an absolute joy to watch of a footballer. Shawnee? I'd say annoying. Uh, stupidly good footballer, to be honest with you. Um I think sometimes it gets too easy for him. That's the only reason why I'm not giving him a 10 because I just think sometimes he just switches off. Uh, Cotton Wall needs to be protected. He's so key for this for this team. Yeah. Um, I'd be happy for him to just sit out games at home against the, the lower sides. I know that's probably where you need him with the low blocks and all that, but just so, so key. If we're to win any of the big games, he needs to play. And he missed a few of them this year. And I think that was probably... We look back as the why we didn't win the league, and I think the games he was missing against the top six, uh, top four in the end, which we didn't beat any of them, home or away. I think we missed Thiago on a, probably half of those games, and I think it showed because I think in those bigger games and the big moments, he's the player that you want getting on it, making it happen, and getting the ball rolling. And just we missed him at home against City. We missed him. At home against Chelsea, we missed him at home. Oh, he only comes on again. He doesn't play long against Chelsea. He's injured away to Chelsea. Doesn't get to play against Spurs away, I don't think. So we missed him in those big games. And I think if we had had him in there, we would have won the league. I genuinely believe that. 
and I think that's how good he is. And nine out of ten next year, just protect him at all costs and just look to try get him into it. I know he's not as mobile. And he, you look at Modric playing there the other night, doing what he's doing at his age. If you can just do something with Thiago and prolong him for as long as we can, because he's absolutely fucking ridiculous to watch his football. He's so technically gifted, it's ridiculous. And the fact that we don't know how fit he was, but Klopp was willing to throw him out there on Saturday would show you how integral he is to this team. So mm-hmm. a 9 out of 10 for me. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. only started 17 Premier League games this season. Yeah. Yeah. That's massive, like. Yeah, the he was um, a, a stop start, wasn't it, at the beginning of the season, where and you know I think it perfectly sums up Liverpool that we didn't win any of the games against the top four or top six. We didn't lose any of them either because Liverpool are good and they can put players in, but he's the difference maker that you'd hope in them big games and and, and the small margins that it takes to win this league. It's players like him that yeah. will provide you with the moments, um, and we did miss him. I think like everyone is pointing out the games. Like, oh, we dropped points here, here and there. I think if you just look at our hole, he didn't get to play in the bigger games and we yeah. missed him. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Shawnee, Jordan Henderson. It's <coughs> uh, more a season for a while, if I'm being honest. I'm not going to slaughter him. I think start of the season, he really struggled. Yeah. Um, to be honest, had his big moments. Uh, I, don't, I don't know whether it was a fitness thing. It looked like his legs were going at one stage, but... He's had a good. He had a strong finish to the season. Um, I thought he was good. I give I give Hendo a seven. Amen. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree. Uh, wasn't like, and again, if you're looking back at scores we're giving everybody tonight, like seven is probably the lowest score. But I don't think, I don't think it was a terrible season by him. But he did kind of struggle to get going. Um, I think at one point. I'm not sure whether at uh, one point earlier on the season he was wearing a strapping on him or he was even he's wearing the cycling shorts underneath his shorts. So you're just kind of wondering, is there an issue? I know he str- struggled with his heel in previous seasons. But like, what is he now? He's 31. He's 31. Is he 32? So he is like, and for, for the amount of kind of work he does covering that right-hand side when he's in there, like... Maybe we're starting to lose legs. I mean, midfield is definitely a place where we, we need to freshen up. And I think others have said as well that you might see him move into the, that more of a Milner kind of bit part uh, in the squad. Um, but yeah, not a, not a terrible season, but just uh, not, again, not his best season. Yeah. Indeed, Davo. Uh, listen, I agree with the boys. I probably, I probably go with an eight. I, I did find myself. I, listen, I can't uh, pinpoint the guys, but I did find myself writing, remembering writing a few tweets where I thought Henderson was man of the match. So sort of certainly, like in the second half of the season, he did kick on. He finished strong, and his leadership was great. Um, interested enough would have been to see if Harvey Ella hadn't got injured at Leeds, what way things might have panned out because he was absolutely flying at the time getting thrown into some big games as well by Klopp starting the Chelsea one uh, at home as well. So kind of would have been interesting. That obviously knocked him back a little bit and all. I wouldn't be reading too much into him missing out on some squads and stuff like that because he's only young. But would have been interesting to see what way that might have panned out if, if Elliot hadn't got um, injured. But yeah, I'd agree. Probably he's a lot of miles in the legs now. And, but listen, I'm not putting him out of the pasture or anything yet. 
obviously, as we were saying, there probably will be midfield reinforcements. So see what way it pans out. But I'll probably go away for Henderson, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. I think Ashley Ashley says in the comments there, and and this is like on the on the money, uh performance was a seven, but his captaincy was a nine. Mm. So he doesn't even necessarily need to be on the pitch for the for the actual uh the impact that he has on the squad. So Yeah, very true, very true. Emma, I'm gonna stick with you, Nabi Kate. <clears throat> See I like Nabi. <laughs> um oh. Um, I'll say seven as well. I'm not. I can't give him any higher than Henderson. Um, I think he. No, I, no. I'll go. I'll go away. I'll go away. Sorry. Um, yeah. Look, I think it's probably his best season. Um, previous seasons, he's obviously has his injury worries, and but he's come back in and he. Like there was games where he, he was absolutely excellent. And like Davo said, he was writing tweets about Hendo being man of the match. There was definitely times where Keita was man of the match as well. He uh, chipped in with his fair share of goals as well. Um, no more special than the ones uh, the one against United. Um, I'd like to hold on. Look, he divides opinion. I, I like Keita. Like, he will have bad games. All players will have bad games. But I just think he's... He seems to be the the scapegoat for the midfield this year. Midfield didn't have the best year, this best season this season, but everybody seemed to point to Keita uh, as being the blame. There was games where none of them uh, covered themselves in glory in, in some games, and it was just Keita, Keita, get Keita off when you could have taken any of the midfield three off. Um, I'll go eight. I actually really like him. I always hoped that it would work out for him. We've seen glimpses of it this year. Whether he gets a contract extension or not, I'm not sure. But he has all of the the tools. I think just sometimes he can lose a bit of concentration, maybe. Loses the ball a bit. But great going forward. An absolute pressing machine, I have to say. He wins the ball up very high, which really suits the way we play. Um, but yeah, I'll go uh, an eight. Okay, then. Shawnee, Navi. His best season for Liverpool, yeah. Stayed fit. Eight out of ten for me. Davo. And, I, and I'd sell him oh. by the way to be honest yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah just to be clear yeah no seriously I would yeah I mean if the if the rumoured money is you know PSG is to pay silly money exactly the stock is high oh, yeah, I haven't seen that it's 50 million or something 50 million I read. euros yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I take sure. 50 million for him yeah like him Davo Navi yeah, listen, it's, yeah, listen, I'd, I'd probably go on eight. I did think he, I think he had a good season. He got in the goals, um, some big performances. I just think with him, it's it's more going the other way. I think it's more defensively. Like I think the from memory, like listen, I'm not getting into fucking stats and now there's all fucking K the lovers out there that fire fucking XGs and X everything that you. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? I'm just kind of going by the eye test. If you remember, I think they had let the go away game. He scores a cracker, but I thought he was absolutely dreadful in the game. Yeah. Like there was runners off the back of him all fucking all night. Um. I think they get a goal off one of them as well. So just kind of stuff like that kind of would frustrate you, but. Bags of talent, uh, got some lovely goals. Obviously, United when he got a cracker to harm the Palace. Um, but I would concur with Sean. I think if someone comes in with 40 or 50 million, I think he'd be selling them because listen, he, he, he can't stay fit. He, like, he, like, he, he stayed fit this year, but 
what are we talking about? Like this is about four chairs at the club. Fifth. So I think, yeah, I think I think I'd probably listen. I'm not saying fucking get him out, get him out the door and like that, but I wouldn't be shedding too many tears if he was sold. Very fair, very fair. Um, right, lads, what we're going to do now, because we are running out of time, I'm just going to throw these names. Just give me a score out of 10. We don't have to go in on any of them, and it's a bit harsh on some of them, but we are running out of time. Um, so, Curtis Jones, Davo, give me a score out of 10. Uh, seven. Shawnee? Seven. Emma? Seven. Seven's all around, fair enough. James Milner, Emma? A. Shawnee. Seven. Davo. I'd be in between the two. I'd probably go seven. Yeah, I'd go A for him. I thought he finished the season really strong, to be honest. Mm. Um, Harvey Elliott. Davo. It's a tough one. Listen, I, I probably would have gone, but look, if you're kind of judging him before the injury, I probably would have gone maybe annoying for the impact he made coming in as a young player. But. Injuries stuff. I'll go seven. Emmett? Yeah, seven. Shawnee? I think it's harsh to mark him, to yeah. be honest. Mm. He didn't, he, he looked, he, he was looking like he was going to light the place up before the injury. Mm. Um, but I'd say seven. And I expect big things from him next year, to be honest. Yeah, bad injury. He gets back, you know, and it derails him. But look, hopefully we see more. Ox, Shawnee. Lowest scored a lot for, and the reason why I'll say four is because I actually think his attitude was dog shit at times, and that's Didn't take inexcusable. Chances. Yeah, mm, indeed. Emma, yeah, should we go for Davo? Ah, listen, he's, uh, listen, but it doesn't really matter what score I give my agree with Shani. I think he's probably going to be the lowest one of the lot, and mm. um, didn't take his chances when he got in and. Didn't look like he kind of wanted to be there half the time. So, yeah. five, I'll go five. Um, Divock, Davo. Oh, Divock. you know what? Didn't play an hour. Didn't, he, he missed it. He seemed to, seemed to miss an awful lot of games through injury uh, this season. I wasn't, wasn't involved, but gets his customary goal against Everton. Uh, would have liked him to see him get some game time uh, before. He headed off, but obviously kind of through to uh, through the post, the Fiona's Marty tackle, his Liverpool career kind of mad by niggly injuries and all that. Performance wise in the pitch, probably f- seven, but I give him a nine because he's after leaving and cold hair up quality Liverpool legend, all them all them words. Deserves it all. Why not? Shawnee. Ten. Purely sentimental ten. Big yeah, dip that's allowed. That's Thanks for the memories. Yeah. All the best, big fella. Similar mm. to Keller, when he comes in, he gets goals. And yeah. I think, look, if I'm marking him, probably, I'll probably be saying 7 8, but just because it's Divock, he's getting a 10. Yeah, indeed. Emmy? Yeah, I'll go 10 as well. Absolute legend. Um, like Davos said, it was a shame that he didn't get to to play the last few games, particularly in, at Anfield. Um, but uh, yeah. 10 out of 10 will go down in history with number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. The fact that he gets his last goal against Everton. 
And that's only because it's, I think it's 27. Is he 27? 20, what, the age or his number? Oh, his number. <laughs> Hang her up. Yeah, yeah honestly. Put open the rafters. He's 27, isn't he? Yeah, put yeah. open the rafters. Yeah. Nobody Gets his last goal game. against Everton. How fitting is that? Yeah, fuck it. I'm going for a 10. And I'm changing the Davos score to a 10 as well. From Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're interfering with the yeah. score there. Um, Davo, Taki Minamino. Ah, oh, listen for for what Taki is in the squad. I don't know what is it fifth choice, maybe sixth. After yeah. that, like does he, he's well down there. I thought what he brought to the team and the cup competitions because that's listen. That's mainly when he played and he got a big goal away at Southampton. I thought I don't know. I would probably say. For what he brought to the to the cups that we won, I'm pushing all the way to the league. I probably give Taki a, I give him an eight. Emma, yeah, I think a he's got ten goals and nine starts. He's the top scorer in both the comp, cup competitions that we actually won. Um, Taki's another one that I'd like. I like as well, uh, or I'd like to see if it work out for him. But again, if somebody comes in, like. Whatever a silly kind of number, which do you know what I mean? We only paid, I think, 7.2 million or something for him. So, if we, even if we got double that for him, um, you'd probably take it. But again, with five subs, I think he'd probably see a little bit more game time next season. Um, but, um, yeah, I'll go with an A. So, Shawnee, similar to Kelleher, his role in the squad, how effectively did he deploy himself? How effectively did he? It's a 10-hour attempt, I mean, for Taki, because if it's not for Taki, we're not on a fucking bus the other day. Yeah. Let's make that clear. Yeah. Because players like him, you don't win cup competitions without players like him in your squad. And I genuinely believe that's how important he is. Now, the Taki might be sold, because I do think he's good enough to play elsewhere, because he's a good player. It's not like he's shit. It's just, he's a good player, and I think he literally done exactly what he was asked. And unlike Ox... Once you have a decent attitude, you're going to get bonus points. Exactly, Ashley. I'd have I'd have Taki as a ten because fifth for purpose. His role, he did everything we could have possibly asked him. Can't ask for more than that, lads. Can we? I think yeah. I was I was looking. I give him a nine. I was looking at a ten as well. And I can't really argue with Shawnee's reasoning there. Attitude is everything. And um, the last one we'll do sort of quickly before we move on to the main one is Bobby. So, Shawnee, Bobby. Disappointing season for Bobby. Looks like the old body stand to break down a little bit. Missed an awful lot of games. Um, my favourite player of the club era. Um, Same here. Few good cameos in and through. Well, hopefully he can be fitter in next season. It's a seven for Bobby from me. It's a seven. Um and I think that's probably being a little bit generous. Mm. Uh, but yeah, hopefully next year, the fact that he hasn't played so much football this year will stand to him. Excellent, excellent. Emma? Yeah, I, I'd go seven as well. Um, definitely not his best season, but mainly down to injuries. Um, I think he might be a bit of a rhythm player as well, like Fabinho. It's very, he comes in and Balls are bouncing off his knee and he just can't really seem to get it under control. Um, so hopefully, yeah, like Shani says, the break over the summer will stand to him. I think we may see him change kind of role a little bit um, to maybe going into a midfield tree or the top of a midfield tree. Um, 
he can be a bit of a playmaker as well. Um, when you haven't got Thiago in there, um, but uh, yeah, seven for me. But uh, sorry as well, my my favourite player of the yeah. club era as well. Good show, Davo. Um, I was kind of thinking six, but I'm gonna give him a seven just for the header over in the Sands here. That was great header. Uh, huge goal in the toy. Injuries have taken their toll. Uh, well, looks like he obviously didn't play enough, uh, enough games really for us this year. Down, uh, down the injuries, but a huge player for us, particularly like in Europe. Uh, how he sets up, how cute he is, getting in on their uh, midfield or our centre forward or centre half that's trying to come out with the ball. Brilliant player. Just think, maybe I don't know how old is Bobby now. Is he twenty nine, thirty? Just think. 29, yeah. Yeah, I think body could be starting to let him down, but I'll go seven, yeah. I agree with the lads. He's my favourite player of the Jürgen Klopp era as well. Um, I love Bobby. He's, he's been good in flashes when he's come on, but hasn't come on enough. So, yeah, look, we'll go sevens all across the board for Bobby there. There's no harm in that. So, uh, Emma, I'm going to come back to you. Diogo Jota, we can, you can flesh these ones out if you want, but Diogo Jota. Yeah, I think we were... We were just a bit unlucky in previous seasons. If someone kind of has is a bit off, like Salah has been a bit off, I don't think anybody will deny that. Somebody else kind of like when it was Bobby, Mane, Salah, one of them could be having an off time, the other two would be kind of on it. And I think John has started off the season so well, and then he's kind of struggled the back end of it as well. I don't know, again, I don't know whether that's because. He wasn't starting games or he was getting 10 minutes here or 20 minutes there. Um, but um, I just thought we could have we could have actually done with him being on farm while uh, Salah was off farm. You had Mane, like Mane and Salah obviously had kind of opposite. Mane started, didn't start great, came back into a Salah, started great, kind of fell off. Um, but I think we could have got a little bit more out of Jota. Um, I'd still probably say an A for what he did earlier on in the season. Just expected a little bit more out of him um, in the back end of the season. Very fair, very fair. Shawnee? Jota is... It's mad. I think that the whole front three have similar seasons in the way it's a tail of two halves. Up to Christmas, he's brilliant. After Christmas, he struggles. Nick and we'll obviously get on to others, but scored a lot of goals and um, for us. Hopefully, he can turn around. Seemed to be one of the players that really benefited from the parade and um, based on a social media post, which I actually really liked. Um, don't get me wrong, he's a fucking brilliant player. We've seen him for Portugal, we've seen him for us. I think he'll get going again. Um, I think he got 21 goals in all competition. That's that's not a bad return yeah. for a fella who's in and out of side, let's be honest. So, uh, yeah, I think there's another one who can deal with the rest and go full out. I'm going to give Jota an 8 out of 10. Davo? Yeah, listen, I gave Bobby a 7, so I'll be going 8 for Jota. Uh, very, very good first half of the season. Um, tailed off a little bit then. Kind of... He, he actually reminds me of Suarez a bit. He's kind of direct and stuff like that without the kind of bit of stardust that Suarez used to have mm-hmm. sprinkled on it as well. He's very direct. Um, 
fucking shoots early. You know what I mean? I, I really like him. I really like him. With the way Bobby season went, he was he was forced man off the bench when he wasn't starting. He was kind of forced sub, forced attack and so on. Um, with the way for me, you know, season went. But yeah, look, I've, I've not I've not worries about Jota. I know issues with him. I think he'll be be back fine next year. Really, like I'm sure he realised anyway. But like he's, he's part of a squad. He's going to start some games. He's going to come off the bench some games. And, now we should, I think, as, as Shani said, 21 in our competitions, it's a, it's a fairly decent return, isn't it? Yeah, it's tasty. I can't can't argue with that. Um, Davo, I'll stick with you. Diaz. Diaz. Um, do you know what? The last, like, a brilliant player. Brilliant player, but I do think he needs to do more in front of the goal. And that's kind of, I don't know whether the earlier weeks of the season when we were all kind of mesmerised by him um, were kind of overshadowing that. I was lucky enough to be at the Norwich game. He took his goal lovely. Um, I'm not actually sure that he, he, he get another goal. Benfica, he done, he done very well over in Benfica. He got a goal over there. I got it. And then, obviously, Villarreal. Just later on the season, I just think he, in front of the goal, he kind of tailed off a little bit. Some of the hitting the ball straight at defenders. It's kind of frustrating, particularly the Wolves game. I think when we were one all and City were still behind, he'd half the goal to Cole went into not a difficult chance for someone of his uh, stature and he milled it straight to the defender. If he didn't hit the defender, the keeper standing behind him anyway, he'd, he'd cut it. But I will go on knowing for, for the impact he made from January on. And that's just me being picky, obviously, about him in front of the goal. I think it will come. Um, struggled a bit on Saturday, but uh, for what he brought from January on, I definitely, yeah, I got nine. Shani? Nine. Uh, an injection we needed, I agree with Davo. Will need to walk on his on his end product because he's very frustrating for me. But looks like a fella who hasn't been coached yet. I think Klopp just thrown him in now and said, you do your thing and we'll get a hand on you in the summer and pre-season and you get the miles in your legs that's necessary to play for this team because he was busted. Come the end. He was bollocks after all the football he played. I think he gets two man of the matches in cup finals. Uh, a brilliant player. Future's really, really bright. And the reason why Sadio Mane had to play through the middle in the end of the season. So, it's looking good for Diaz. I think he's going to be world class. Brilliant. Emmett? Yeah, I'd go nine as well. And for similar reasons as the two lads have mentioned, like the two cup finals. Like he did everything but score in the, the FA Cup final. Um and realistically that was probably the like I think he deserved a goal, but just yeah, he needs to start scoring it. Like I think he scored five five or six since January. Um yeah, just add a little bit more end product. But um he's absolutely like he's unbelievable to watch. Like how how quick he is. Nothing has ever ever play with him. I think he showed that on a few occasions. He chases absolutely everything down. Um, nothing's ever dead. Um, but uh, yeah, he's like I think like Shawnee said, he's not really been coached. He's just been put out there. He's like, like when you're playing football and this new fella shows up and is just doing all the step over and you're like, what the hell is this? Like, do you know what I mean? So when he's coached, I think yeah, it's going to be a big season ahead for him next next season. 
Yeah, I think so. You know, the the no preseason, or the fact he's going to have a preseason is big, and the World Cup, he's not going to no the World, World Cup, Cup as yeah. well. So it'll be another break that hopefully you know they can get a bit of energy in his legs. But I think the goals will come with him, um, from what we've seen. Shawnee, Sadio Mane. Over the season. See, I don't it's I don't know. First half of the season he struggled, second half of the season he's probably our best player. I'm gonna give him a nine though, because he's lit. I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna give him a ten because he's gone. Yeah. And he's been so good for us. Uh he owes us nothing, but second half of the season he was reborn in that position. He comes back from the AFCON recharged and he kind of drags us over the line, I think before the end of the season so yeah annoying for Mane Davo uh, I'm going to go 10 just purely for and uh, I'm going to I know it's quick and stuff like that. I'm going to give Mao a 10 as well because they just kind of dovetailed um, as in obviously they they didn't plant it because they both wanted to be quality from start to finish but Mao was brilliant before Christmas uh, sadly after Christmas and Two of them were absolutely quality when in, in those five or six month period. So I'm gonna go ten for Mane, yeah. Amen. Yeah, I'll go ten as well. Um like we said, not great start of the season. Um like if you looked at it at the start of the season, if you were look like you, you you're on Twitter and you see sell this player, buy this player, but at the start of the season you'd be selling Mane and keeping Salah. At the end of the season, you'd probably be selling Salah and keeping Mane. Um, uh, they've both done the exact opposite to each other. Um, yeah, Mane, like Shani says, owes us nothing. Um, fantastic footballer. Yeah, if only that one crept in on Saturday. <laughs> um, it all could have been different. But um, yeah, if he does, definitely go. Wish him the best and I'll definitely miss him. He's great to watch and, and to have found a new position as well. And for all of us to be getting excited about him playing in the nine, and now he's off. So, um, yeah, we'll give him a 10 anyway. Yeah, look, Sadio Mane has been amazing, hasn't he? And he wins AFCON as well. You know, he leads Senegal to their first AFCON. He's 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 carrying us on his back for the second half of the season. Um, and, yeah, can't be less than a 10 for me. And I, I echo what you say as well, lads. I think you wish him well. He, it looks like he is going to move on. He owes Liverpool nothing. He's given us everything. And you don't sort of begrudge him a move at the end of his career and saying that if it turns out he's going to City or Chelsea or not then he can fuck off but if he's going to Bayern Munich then he all the best you know we send him off with love the last player on the list now is Mohamed Salah so um, you've already given your score on him Davo do you want to elaborate or oh just listen uh, shares the goal the bill um What's that? He's 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 over 20 goals every uh, 20 league goals every, every season since he's been here um, he's obviously listen. He's absolutely bollocks. Like the way Egypt, like watch bits and pieces of Egypt and stuff like that. Nearly every game is fucking extra time. Every knockout game, and he's he's absolutely in a heap from it. Uh, Ten, I think he's. I think he's going to stay. I'm not sure whether that means he signs a new contract or not, but I think he's going to stay. And I think it'd be great that he gets a break in the summer and he gets a break when the World Cup is on because he's not gone. And uh, hopefully we see the benefits of it because. He should be hungry again next year. Brilliant player. 10 for me. Emmett? Yeah, 10. Um, right, let's not forget, 
at the turn of the year, we were talking about Salah being the best player on the planet, and there's nobody that could argue with you. Like his goals against City, and then his goal goal against uh, Watford. Yeah. Like that's like there's there's pe- there's players that miss open goals, and then there's players that go through seven and eight players to score goals. Um, absolutely, yeah, massive player at the start of the season. Dropped off a bit in the second half of the season, but like Davo said and Shawnee said, like he, he was absolutely bollocks. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like if you watch an Egypt game, everything just gets fired to Salah all the time. It's nearly like to, like he's just a wide receiver, and that's all he gets the ball to him all the time. And so it's he's so heavily relied upon, and I'd say there's so much pressure on him when he plays for Egypt that like he's like literally. If they had maybe another handful of good players, it might take the pressure off him a little bit more. But he is the kind of head and shoulders above everybody. So he probably felt it an awful lot more than, I'm not saying the, the other lads didn't feel it, but he would feel the pressure a little bit more than others. To come back then, he hasn't been great, but he hasn't. it's not like he's played bad. He just hasn't scored. And I think towards the end of the season, he probably looked like he was... Everybody was saying he needed a goal, and he kind of—he was nearly kind of forcing it, and became a little bit kind of predictable and desperate. And I think that's maybe went against him a little bit. Um, but um, yeah, overall season though, I, I'd definitely be giving him a ten. Shawnee, best player in the world before Christmas. Genuinely mean that. That's the level he was at, and dies a death then. And to be honest with you. None of you have touched on it. He's annoyed the fuck out of me second half of the season because the shite with his agent, the stupid interviews, the I'm this, the I'm that, the, the contract stuff has annoyed me. He's played about a boatload of games, but he's been equally affected by the shite off the pitch. Um, and I think he has his agent to blame. Um, very much like the others I've, I've talked about for. Mawaz is absolutely nothing. I really genuinely feel that. And I just feel that he could have been better in the second half of the season. And I genuinely reckon fully fired and Mao, we would have won the quad, sadly. I'm not I'm not blaming him. It's just yeah. another factor. Uh he was bollocks. I'm with I'm with Davo, I think he stays. I'm actually coming around to him. To the idea of him now, I actually think he's going to sign a contract, uh, and he'll be refreshed and he'll charge and he'll go again next year and he'll score a load of goals. But I think he needs to realise and learn from his mistakes that it's always better to talk after the fact than before a fact, mm. and it's had to come back to bite him because he was stinking last Saturday and he was stinking for large parts of the back end of the season, but. It's completely normal. The fella looked born out emotionally, physically. I think he needs a rest and he'll come back. And if he's going to run down his contract, fair enough. It is what it is. Um, he's not going to get me coming out. But I won't lie. Some of the shit did annoy me. Uh, because I don't think he's carried himself in the best vein at times. Uh, but goal and build, most assists. That's Mo Salah for you. Just stupid output. Absolutely stupid output. Why are we giving him a 10? We give him a 10, yeah. Yeah. Which is all very fair, you know what I mean? Um, 
So judging on all that, that's our last player, lads. Jesus, that will be delight. He's up for walking 16 minutes. Um, <laughs> so a very quick one before we all go. And we've started touching on it already, but who's your player this season? Davo. Uh, Alison. Sean. Alison. Emmett. Alison, yeah. Hattrick. Alison for me as well. To, to, uh, quad. Clean sweep. Yeah. <laughs> quad. The, 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 the mythical quad. <laughs> now, nah, look, he's been brilliant. It's been a great season for Liverpool's heart to give Mark down, lads. You know, but with Salah, I always say about Brendan Rodgers at Leicester, you know, he gets credit for having a great start of the season, but falls off a cliff and misses out on Champions League. And I always use the analogy, you know, in a horse race, you don't want to be the horse that's winning at the start and then finishes fucking sixth at the, the end of it. Mo, brilliant, out his world at the start, as Shawnee said, best player in the world. And the, the drop was just fucking ferocious. But I think for what he did do, he has to be a 10, doesn't he? Um, right, we we'll leave it there, lads. That's been a, a long and now grueling one. I know how some of these players failed. I'm, I'm shattered after that. I'm fucking wrecked. <laughs> but we'll move on. Um, look, just thank the boys for joining me tonight. Davo, thanks very much. Great oh, input, as usual. Shawnee, thank you very much for giving us the, much, the numbers tonight. And Emma, always a pleasure having you on Cheers. here, pal. Nice one. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't get a chance to mention Fale, Connor, IP, Vanish. Gav can look after them again because I make a bollocks of them and it's getting <laughs> late now. So, we do Fale, Con, charity partner, big, big supporter of that. And IP, Vanish, I won't even try it because I'll get the numbers wrong. But, you know, look out for it. All the details are in the show description and all that sort of stuff. So, um, look, we'll leave it there. I've been your host, Keith. This has been the Midweek Fix and we'll be back again soon. Podcast Network.